This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. How do human biases influence our behavior which in turn reflects in the outer world towards another human being and that in turn can affect their mental health and well-being in multiple ways like you might have a bias towards people who have weight issues and don't want to be around them or a bias towards a certain color or you prefer men and their intelligence Now a bias leads to discrimination and any form of discrimination cannot be good for the mental well-being of a person who is being discriminated against. The biases can be both conscious and unconscious. Conscious bias is something we are doing consciously and unconscious bias is something that is in our behavior and patterns that we are not aware of. There have been multiple studies conducted on biases both conscious and unconscious. So royalsociety.org writes this that a study exact examined the theory that women are perceived less favorably when they demonstrate leadership attributes often associated with men we might think that we are forward thinkers and our outlook to life is modern and contemporary but these biases surface in most unlikely and unobvious places and are residing in our unconscious or subconscious mind and as they say the subconscious controls 95% of our daily behavior so there are patterns we are not aware of we all all have biases whether we are aware of them or not so are you unconsciously biased towards others or are you suffering from a bias that's been thrown at you every day chances are that you are in both the segments royal society oji writes this and i quote unconscious bias is when we make judgments or decisions on the basis of our prior experience our own personal deep seated thought patterns assumptions or interpretations and we are not aware that we are doing it the irony is that prejudice and discrimination are inevitable byproducts of the efficiency of human cognition each and every one of us tends to believe that we are more fair and less prejudiced than the average person Research has shown that this is an effect of a self-serving attribution bias, one of the many unconscious biases that we drawn in order to make fast decisions. Let's examine what kind of biases we might get caught up in. One is beauty bias. People who are conventionally attractive are given more importance in most areas of work, personal life. I've also seen people using their looks to their advantage in manipulation to get what they want because the person in front of them is getting influenced by it. So because of the bias within you someone could be taking advantage of you in getting a job or work that they're not even qualified for. asana.com says that beauty bias refers to the favorable treatment and positive stereotyping of individuals who are considered more attractive. Now this has also given rise to the term lookism which is discrimination based on physical appearance. They also write that hiring decisions should be based on skills, experience and culture of fit rather than physical appearance. How to avoid the beauty bias? One is that when you do decisions of hiring people it should be based on skill, experience and culture of fit rather than how they look. So maybe talking on phone with them could be a way to start before you get to meet them. 
second one is a name bias slash I also call it the religion bias at times where I've seen people wanting to know your name before the kind of work you have done. They want to know what religion you belong to and if they're not comfortable with your religion, they don't want to hire you. And this is again outright ridiculous and a culture like this definitely needs to be questioned and transformed. Again, it's a top-down approach and needs to come from policy makers and movers and shakers who can create a more inclusive community, whether in offices or in their own country. We are seeing this happen in international organizations with a broader vision. Another form of bias is the gender bias, the most common form of bias, which is why we are talking about inclusivity and level playing field. Now, Asna.com writes this, that gender bias, the favoring of one gender over another, is also often referred to as sexism. Now, this bias occurs when someone unconsciously associates certain stereotypes with different genders. This type of bias may affect recruitment practices and relationship dynamics within the company. An example of this bias during hiring is if the hiring panel favors male candidates over female candidates, even though they have similar skills and job experience. Now, I have also seen the reverse of it, where a female candidates are preferred over male candidates because of certain reasons. Now, as of 2021, the average salary for men in all the sectors has been about 18% more than for women. This is something that's underlined. And from my experience, it is highly common practice in media, advertising, filmmaking sectors, and more and more people at the top are working on it as it appears because only a top-down approach can solve this. So the gender bias severely affects the mental well-being of a person and shakes their confidence, leads to mental health issues like anxiety and depression. I have also seen the biases lead to suicidal tendencies in both men and women. Another common bias is ageism. Ageism is discriminating people on the basis of their age. Asna.com writes this, that older team members were passed over for a promotion, which ended up going to a younger team member with less seniority and experience. Companies that discriminate based on age may lose out on the valuable knowledge and experience that older workers bring. There may also be serious legal consequences if a team member decides to file a job discrimination lawsuit. And I think this has already happened with some of the prominent multinationals. Now, this discrimination I've seen across the industries, this can impact the mental health of a person, especially because they're experienced and competitive and know their work. One way not to get trapped in the ageism bias is to first look at the qualification and experience of the person, their work and do away with checking on their age in the resumes. Another common form of bias is the halo effect. Now, halo effect is something very, very common and we don't even know about it. It's a term that's coined by psychologist Edward Thorndike in the 1920s. What really happens in the halo effect is that we develop an overall impression about a person because of a quality or a trait. Like, for example, a person might be from an Ivy League school and we think that they are better than everybody else because of them coming from that Ivy League school. So the hiring managers make a split second decisions based on it. This is also something that has been discussed in The Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. Then there is the horn effect, which is supposed to be the opposite of halo effect, where we measure a person just based on their trait and experience, where this bias causes us to have a negative impression of someone based on their trait or experience that we do not identify with. So be always aware about the first impressions that come to our mind, because that can really, really cause a lot of biases within us. So why is it important to tackle unconscious biases? 
Asra.com writes this that it can reduce opportunities it can affect the mental health and well-being of the person who is suffering the bias besides of course limiting the decision making of the company and creating increasing divisiveness in the culture it also affects another person's well-being by creating a complex i am not good enough or depression bouts lack of opportunities or even societal tendencies many might die because of suicide because of discrimination that is imposed on them unconsciously or culturally i know of a few people like that So why is it important to tackle unconscious biases because one of course it reduces the opportunities for people it can affect the mental health and well-being of the person who is suffering the bias besides of course limiting the decision making of the company and can also create a divisive culture which is again a coterie or a clique culture it can affect another person's well-being of course you do not want to be part of the coterie and the clique culture that favors certain people because they are beneficial to them or they fit into their criteria So of course it can affect another person's well-being by creating an inferiority complex like I'm not good enough or depression bouts due to lack of opportunity and of course societal tendencies. Many might die because of suicide because of the discrimination that is imposed on them unconsciously or culturally. Now unconscious biases are not permanent. In fact, they can be worked upon and they can be transformed. diversity.ucsf.edu writes this that individuals can address unconscious biases like promoting self-awareness recognizing one's bias using the implicit association test or an instrument to assess bias the second is understanding the nature of bias is also essential not the strategy of categorization that gives rise to unconscious bias is a normal aspect of human cognition understanding this important concept can help individuals approach their own biases in a more informed and open way other thing is opportunities to have discussions with others can also be helpful like sharing your biases can help others feel more secure about exploring their own biases so basically having an open conversation between individuals then it is facilitated discussions and training sessions promoting bias literacy then there can be institutional strategies as mentioned on the site and one is that all institutions should develop concrete objective indicators and outcomes in hiring evaluation and promotion to reduce standard stereotypes develop standardized criteria to assess the impact of individual contributions in performance evaluation then it can be develop and utilize structured interviews and develop objective evaluation criteria for hiring provide unconscious bias training workshops for all constituents So age, race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, caste, coteries, cliques, socioeconomic status, physical disability, they continue to impact hiring and employee promotions in all the industries. So make the system open, flowy and level playing so people get their due and can perform at the optimum with the perfect mental being and health for themselves and for everyone around them. So have a great bias-free weekend and let's all start working on the biases to make the world collectively more healthy.